All right, man. Welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners. Yo, my name is Cole Harkam. You can follow me on IG at I'm period, that period, Discovery. And stream my newest single, I Won, on all platforms. Okay, okay. I want to start with the name. What's to that, man? Is, is it like that? You got an icebox where your heart used to be, man? What's going on? Oh, uh, shit. Honestly, I thought of Cold Heart Cam because I go back camera. So, at first, it was just going to be Cam. Mm. But now everybody want to be Cam. So, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go out the box and, you know, be different. So, I just was like thinking a, a whole lot of shit, and one nothing just like one nothing clicking to me. And then like I was like just I thought, you know, like cold heart. Like a lot of motherfuckers be claiming they really cold hearted out here, but I'm really cold hearted as fuck. So I just thought, you know, what if I went back cold heart cam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ran it back, you know, the team, and they was fucking with a heavy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. Let's let's be cold hard cam. Okay, okay. For sure, that's dope, man. I don't know if you're familiar with my content, but we finna find out what made your heart so cold, man. <laughs> so we want to start from the top, man. Where you from? Where you grew up? Uh, I grew up in Maywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of people in Maywood. <laughs> granny right on knife, I'm sure. Shit, I'm on knife. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, right on knife in Harrison. <laughs> sure, after E-Way. Sure. Um, shit, I grew up. I grew up on Ninth, you know, like, I grew up in Maywood. I'm very Maywood-oriented, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I like about, you know, the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what was your experience, like, growing up, up, up out there, you know what I'm saying? Because even though it was Maywood, the first time I told my OG, like, I'm, I'm going to go to Maywood, she's like, what? They call that Murderwood. <laughs> so- um, shit, coming up, it was, it was chaotic, man. Like, I used to, man, like, I think it was one time. Me and my homie had got into some shit, mm-hmm. and we had got jumped, and we went back from old rounds at, like, another park, and that shit was crazy, man. Like, we did, we did, like, a bunch of stupid shit. Like, we used to just fight, and it was crazy, but I had to, I had to chill out once. A lot of motherfuckers around me just started dying. Mm-hmm. I was like... Let me let me chill off that shit and you know take a different route. Okay, okay. So we got we got little cohort running around the woods, man. So they so they like you can be whatever you want to be with you grow up. Growing up, what was your aspirations? Like you think you're gonna be a doctor, lawyer, hooper? What would you want to be as a short? Uh, shit. Well, when I was younger, I said I used to always tell everybody, you know, I'm gonna be in the NBA, and then you know, I became more realistic with myself. And, you know, I'm like, okay, maybe I could, you know, get into medicine or go be a lawyer or something. And, you know, none of that shit just really, really stuck with me. But them probably, like, the the most, them, the only things I could ever really think of to be when I grew up. Mm-hmm. What role was music playing in your life at this point? Like, what was you listening to? Who was you emulating? You know what um, I'm saying? Shit. Uh, when I was younger, I was really, I wasn't really into the rap scene. I was into like the pop culture, you know, like. What was it? Who was it? I want to see. Everybody used to, everybody used to call me like a white boy because I used to listen to 
all the white shit like Justin Bieber, mm. um, Katy Perry, you know, all that shit. Oh, yeah, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, I'll say like my like the person that I was like real big on, you probably ain't never heard of him. His name is John Bellion. Um, I used to I used to watch how he made music because before we ever before we dropped music, he would he would take us through he would take you know the view was through the process of how he made the songs and like how he would start from just like a beatbox or a piano and he would build off that shit and I'm like damn that shit kind of heat and you know he was actually like my first ever concert that I went to mm-hmm. so it was like it was like I think he played a, a key part into what made me choose a lot of the music that I chose mm-hmm. okay so if you don't mind me asking, man, you say, you know what I'm saying, the hoop dreams ain't ain't followed through, you know what I'm saying? What's going on in your life after that? So the hoop dreams ain't followed through, you want to get into, you know what I'm saying, the drugs and stuff, the, the pharmacist shit. Um, what what happened after all that? Shit. After, you know, shit. I used to shit, I used to play basketball for high school and then I got more realistic with myself and I was like, okay, I enjoy hooping, but it's a certain it's a certain level of good that you have to be to make it to the next level sure. and i was like you know what i'm a i'm a keep with football and i played football for my freshman and senior year and like i really thought that i had a shot with that because you know i got college offers for that shit. Mm. then i decided you know maybe college just ain't right for me so i took a gap year and that was probably like my biggest regret right there I should have left when I had the opportunity to, but you know, I eventually, you know, found music, and I'm glad that I found music. Okay, that's dope, man. So let's get into that, man. How did you find music? Was it, you know, what I'm saying, was you freestyling, <laughs> getting high with the homies? Um, How that happened, too? Shit, I used to. Well, when I was younger, I used to write like write like little songs and shit, like nothing too nothing too major i used to just you know i used to write like i say love pop songs and you know all types of shit like that and like i guess that kind of stuck with me as i got older and then eventually my assistant who is my sister nicole shout out nicole she she would start bringing around different artists to my house and you know, I used to listen to they shit, and I'm like, damn, you know, they they tough with it. And, you know, then she started saying, oh, well, he make music, too. And I started playing my, I started showing them, you know, the shit that I had wrote and how I wanted it to sound and shit. And they was like, hey, this shit raw, you know, like, if you want to, you can do that shit. And I was like, well, I mean, if y'all think I can do it, might as well give it a shot. And... From that moment on, I think I never, I, I I can't stop music, and it's it's becoming a like a huge part of me. For sure, for sure, that's dope. There's one thing though, I want to know what when what happened in this gap between. So was you like just writing and only spitting to your sister? Like what was what was you doing with these? Was you just writing and just spitting with everybody in the house? Like how did she know you rap? And yeah, um, she, she, was it like she put you on blast? Like hey, he rapped too, Joe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's exactly how <laughs> when she um. 
um like i used to just show her like all the different shit that i wrote i used to show my mom my my brother you know i used to show all of them you know just like oh look i wrote this i wrote this i wrote this let me know how this sound and you know they used to tell me you know like oh well this is good i'm like y'all just tell me that shit because you know i'm your family but you know like you know the day she put me on blast it was like damn you, you really finna put me out there like that and honestly i ain't i ain't even know how to start with music until mm-hmm. i met you know the people that she brought around mm-hmm. and then when she put me on blast i think that was like the best thing that she could have did for me this was kind of recent well how long ago was this um like two months ago i just started music like a month ago that's crazy so sis put you on blast you know what i'm saying after that you know what i'm saying you like this is what i need to do you know so so after that is you know what i'm saying sis basically managing you or you know what i'm saying how are you learning the ropes like how do you know what you got to do next you know what i'm saying from coming in cold turkey uh well it's a whole camp of us um you know i get it's me cc don almighty i'm calling y'all dipset <laughs> dipset uh woo Gotti, and then my manager um at Big Nick Entertainment, you know, it's it's all of them as a it's all of them as a collective unit because they all got experience in this shit and they all understand it a lot, mm-hmm. and they help me understand it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, like I wouldn't I wouldn't know the first thing about signing up for showcases and contests if it wasn't for my mm-hmm. sister Nicole, mm-hmm. and you know I wouldn't I wouldn't know how how good a sound is. If it wasn't for everybody in the camp, you know, like I run, I run a lot of music by Don Almighty and CC, and they, I, I asked them, you know, like let me know how this sound. Woo Gotti too, and mm-hmm. I let, like, I let them know, like let me know how this sound. You know, like is this decent? Is this, you know, think people will fuck with it? Mm-hmm. And like they tell me, nah, I think you should go back to the go back to the board with this one, or hell yeah, I'm fucking with this. You know, like. That's how I. That's how I get a better understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Being in it for just a month. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is that always? Does every song go through that, or do some songs like I don't care? Well, nobody thinks. Yeah, some songs. It. Some songs they just. <laughs> some songs they just. You know, if I really, if I really feel it heavy, mm-hmm. I won't run that by nobody, and nobody will know that I made it. And then when I record it, and I show it to them, then that's when that's when the opinion is open mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. okay that's dope man so so let's get into your creative process a little bit now you mentioned writing you know what i'm saying just when the family knew what was going on but now that you actually working you know what i'm saying has that changed you know what i'm saying how you approach you know what i'm saying creating music or is it pretty um, much the same it's pretty much the same you know like the way i the, the way i the way i write is i find the beat first it's like I find uh, I gotta find something to to write to. Mm-hmm. Once I find something to write to, then it's like you know I find out how I want it to sound. I like hum a hum how I want it to go and mumble how I want it to go. And then once I figure that out, it's like I get to writing, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty much a huge that's a huge thing on my on my creative process. Like I gotta have a beat, and I gotta know how I want to attack it. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, 
All right, so I don't want th- I don't want you to think I let you off the hook, man. So I still want to know where this cold heart come from. So does it come before the music or after the music, man? Like, uh, is that is that something you could talk about, or is that just your personality? Like you just you know what I'm saying nonchalant, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is what I, it is. I like to. A lot of people tell me I'm an asshole because of how nonchalant I am, you know. And then I think I think what really helped me decide on cold heart cam was. One of the one of a girl that I was talking to, she was like, she was like, you act like you so cold hearted, and I was like, shit, that's the best way to be, mm-hmm. and you know I I thought back to that when she called me cold hearted, and it was just like man, that might that might be that might be a whole lot of truth behind that because mm-hmm. you know I'm very nonchalant I. I look you in your face and be as nonchalant as humanly possible, and that'll be that. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. No, I definitely feel you, man. I should be cold hard two ninety, man. For real, I'm sorry, but 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 it's different. You know what I'm saying? Between well, it's actually the same. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? With us having these type of personalities, but the industries that we in. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me about you know what I'm saying. You're nonchalant, you know what I'm saying? But now you in a room where you got a network. You in a, a, a an environment where you got to get on the stage in front of a whole bunch of people you don't know. How do you adapt to that? Shit, I mean. To me it's not to me it's not difficult to adapt to because when I was younger, I used to do like a lot of school school shit. Like I used okay. to do like school plays and I used to do like school showcases and shit. Mm-hmm. And so I just take, you know, that past shit and think like you know a crowd ain't shit you know once you get one going you can get them all going mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and that's that's just how i think of it mm-hmm. you mentioned um when you was writing you just look for a beat for a beat <clears throat> when you're looking for music what are what exactly are you looking for is it something specific in the music or just whatever catch it you um to me it's a to me it's about probably the sample like if nice I find a, yeah, like if I find a beat, they got a nice sample to it and got a nice, and after that sample, they got like a nice ass sum to it. Mm-hmm. It's that that's probably what do it for me. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Talk to me, you know what I'm saying. We we talked about, you know what I'm saying. We touched on Dipset, you know what I'm saying. Y'all y'all pretty deep, man. And they get down. I don't know y'all want to smoke with them, man. But um, talk to me about working with other artists. You know what I'm saying. Is that on the only artist you working with, or do you work with other artists outside of you know? What I'm um, saying, so far, you know, I I think about working with other other artists. Like, mm-hmm. I just it's like you know, I'm very careful with who I who I want to work with because it's like and do business with it's business too. Exactly, at the end of the you know, day, you got to be very very careful with who you do business with because it's like you could do these songs with these people, and then next thing you know. They ain't fucking with you. And you ain't fucking with them. And then it's like, <laughs> well, shit. We recorded this shit for nothing. Oh, and you know what I'm saying? Because God forbid you fall out with somebody. And then they say, matter of fact, don't drop the song that we just did. And then it's like, well, fuck. That was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You know, with the camp, you know, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I've also, you know, thought about branching out to different artists as well. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. With you, you know what I'm saying, being full-fledged into your own career, what do you listen to as your same, do you have the same consumption of other music? And if you do, what are you listening to outside of yourself? 
Um, shit, I listen to Don Almighty, CC, and Wu Gotti. But on top of them, um, I listen to a lot of Raw Wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still listen to a lot of, you know, the pop culture. So I listen to, like, a lot of John Bailey, and I listen to... Um, shit, I can't. I can't think of a, I can't think of a lot of artists because, you know, shit. Just off the top of my head, I can't really think of a lot of them. It's all. That's how I, I know. It's probably it's, it's too many. It's too much music in there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. As soon as you get in the car and start listening, to shit. Why, why I ain't say this? Why ain't say that? <laughs> I already know how it goes. So if you could, man, who who would you say you make music for? Um, myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like I always been one to want to express myself so you know music give me that opportunity to express myself how i wasn't allowed to you know what i'm saying not saying that i wasn't allowed to really express myself at all but shit mm-hmm. i wasn't able to express myself how i wanted to mm-hmm. and with music it's like people can hear what I've always wanted to say. Mm. Outside of, of the camp, man, talk to me about the support you've been receiving so far. Oh, man, it's been crazy. Um, outside of the camp, um, I done did an interview with Megastar. I did an interview with Miss Mina. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of, you know, outside, like, people that I went to school with that, that hear me as, like, damn, I didn't know that, that you was doing this shit, you know, like, one of my old teachers just messaged me and was like, I knew you could, I knew you could, you know, rap and sing a little bit, but I didn't know that you really knew what you was doing, mm-hmm. and it's like, damn, you know, people hear this shit now, and it's like, it's, it's incredible, really, because it's like, this support is really all I need, and that's what keeps me going is the support and the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the people that are behind me. Mm-hmm. What's your, <clears throat> what's your favorite part about the entire process from the writing to the going to the studio, from showcases, interviews? Um, got to be getting up on stage. Are you? Like, I, I don't know what it is, but it's just like. Not six months in, you just six, getting, up, it's getting up on stage. Yeah. Like, like just looking out into a crowd and. You know, being able to perform what you what you made to the people that really want to listen to the shit, and it's like that shit right there just give you a certain high to where you don't even need to smoke. Was it always like that? Even the first time you went in the back like Eminem throwing up? No, you just no. came out. See, for me, it's like it's easy to overcome nerves because it's like like I, I think of it like this. What's the worst they could say? Boo? Like I'm not hey, going. You could trip and fall. No, I'm, just- <laughs> I'm saying like like the worst they the worst they could say is boo. Get off the stage uh-huh. or you suck. Throw some tomatoes. That's right. You like that's the that's the worst they could do. What the fuck they gonna do? Like outside of that, what can they do? What's up? Like I, that's how I think of it. You know, like a lot of people a lot of people ask me that. Like you don't be nervous when you get up there. No, because it's like the worst they could tell you is. And, and this is just what I go by. The worst they could tell you is no. Mm, for sure. And and that's just it. And shit, that's 
that's really why it's so easy for me to get up on stage. Okay. Talk talk to me about how do you approach it? Like what it when you coming on stage, is it anything like slight choreograph? Cause I know y'all gotta be like mad every time I gotta go up at the CC because she be up there dancers <laughs> and steps and shit, you know what I'm saying? So um, how you how you come? Shit. I just come up there, introduce myself mm-hmm. and Get it rocking. And any preparation in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? Just it's just a vibe every time. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like I I I personally, you know, I don't think about it. I don't mm-hmm. think too hard on it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of black out and next thing you know, I look up, I'm done with my performance. Mm-hmm. And that's that's just how easy it is for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So so you still fresh in the game. What's your opinion so far? You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many you participate or been involved in. What's your opinion, you know what I'm saying, your feelings on like the the slot giveaways and the contest and stuff? You what's your opinion on them things? Um so far I ain't really had no no problems out of them. So I mean, it's like it's a great opportunity. It's a it's a great thing that people are doing, you know, giving these unknown underground artists a chance to become more known out there mm-hmm. and you know some of them you're gonna come across one or two where it's very biased and the the people that bring the most people or the motherfucker put the most money in or shit you know the judges mm-hmm. and that's gonna be the motherfucker that win mm-hmm. but you know for me it's 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 not not too bad okay okay um what's the motivation what what's what makes you, you know what I'm saying, get up the next day and keep writing and keep recording? What's, what's um, what motivates you? Shit, the camp. Um, shit, literally, like, every morning, without fail, here come Don Almighty coming in my room after I just woke up. And he, hey, hey, cold heart, I got this. I got this beat. You know, I got this. I got this song, you know. I want you to hear it. You know, let's 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 get some shit going. And that's how, and that's. That's what keeps me motivated. Everybody in the camp, they mm-hmm. they don't let me stop. Mm-hmm. And we don't let each other stop. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it go. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So, you know what I'm saying? I know you fresh, you know what I'm saying, in the game, man. But do you have a blueprint? Like, what's the goal? Like, what are, what are, you, what are you aiming to? What do you hope to get up out of this? Um, I tell everybody all the time. The goal for me and shit, this has just always been a thing for me, like, I wanna, I wanna be able to live life. Like I wanna be able to live my life comfortably, to where, you know, what I'm saying I can, I can go outside and people know my name and shit. But I can also go do whatever the fuck I want. Life is expensive, man. Like, oh, like it's very fucking expensive, oh, especially kids. especially oh, in this day and age kids. that we live in. So it's like I just wanna be able to, for me. And my mama and my family just live comfortable, you know, like we can get the fuck out of Chicago and go live in, go live on the hill somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, that's really the, the end game for me. I just won't, I don't really give a fuck about the money. Money is nice, but I just want to, to be able to con- continue to make a sound that people will want to listen to and I can perform it mm-hmm. you know, around the world. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. I got a couple more, and I'm gonna let you get up out of here, man. 
uh, <clears throat> with you being an artist, do you ever, you know what I'm saying, get discouraged when something don't, you know what I'm saying, turn out how you anticipated it? Like even uh, the music or the crowd being biased or anything like that? Is that you ever? Mm-mm. I don't really, I don't really let that get to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I let one, I let... I let one performance like eat me inside mm-hmm. and it was like a week ago the camp had been out all day just doing interviews and doing all this shit we were exhausted but at the end of the day we still had another we still had another little showcase to go to so we go to it and I was exhausted and like I tried to do my song and it was like my throat was dry you know, I couldn't really push the song how I wanted to push it. And I think that was, like, the only time I let a performance, like, really eat me. Because mm-hmm. it was like, damn, I know I can do better than this. And I know that I'm better than this. Mm. So why am I, you know, not performing up to par? And I think I just, the way I overcame that was, you know, I just thought, you know, everybody had their days. Professional athletes have their days. Professional singers have their days. Professional dancers. Everybody get that day. Well, it's just off. Nothing seem, nothing seem right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how I got over it. For sure. That's dope, man. <clears throat> um, real quick, I meant to this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but I want to ask you, you know what I'm saying, outside, you know what I'm saying, because I know the set number one, but I want to know what's your outlook on you know what I'm saying the the underground music industry in Chicago right now what's your, um, what's your outlook on it it's a lot of fucking hitters out here like it's a lot like when I go to these when I go to these events it's like damn I ain't never heard of you before but I'm gonna go listen to your shit mm-hmm. cause it's like if only you had the the exposure that a lot of these other people are getting and you know that's just how I that's just how I look at it, cause I mean it's like I feel like you know under like the reason why a lot of undergrounds don't really get a lot of traction is because don't nobody know who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you go to these showcases, it's like damn. <clears throat> now I know who you are. I'm finna go listen to you, mm-hmm. and yeah. Okay. I want to touch on that a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? A way to get people to know who you are you know what i'm saying there's a lot of uh promotion you know what i'm saying and putting yourself other content out you know what i'm saying alongside the music you right. know what i'm saying so could you speak to what do you do outside the music to get cohort cam known and to push push the burn um i just post a lot on social media mm-hmm. like you gotta be in these in these days you gotta be very social media so you know i just you know whenever i'm out Whenever I'm out somewhere, uh oh well, yeah, I make music. You know, you should you should fuck with me. Follow me on IG. You know what I'm saying? And like that's just how I that's how I push it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I asked you earlier. I asked you what's your favorite part about the whole process. If you had to pick one, what's your least favorite? If you had to take, I know it's early in the game. If you had to take one thing about take one thing away from the whole process, what would it be and why? Um. Shit, I say probably networking. Cause I'm not I'm not a huge people person. That's my favorite thing really, too, man. I don't really talk to people a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very to myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
now I kind of got to go out and I got to talk to these people because mm-hmm. they want to, you know, they want to network with me. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, that's probably like my least favorite part of the shit where I got to. I gotta go talk to people, and I'm not good at that. Got shit. to, <laughs> we go. I gotta go introduce myself. Exactly. Sure. All right, man. For sure, man. Appreciate you coming through. If you could, man, let the people know what's going on right now. If they search up Kohar Cam, what they gonna see? What they gonna find? Um, if you look on, if you look up on anywhere, YouTube, Apple Music, uh, Spotify, um, type in Kohar Cam. Kohar is one word, and Cam is another. You'll see. My latest single, I Won, and it's streaming everywhere. I'm dropping another single this Friday. This Friday, I'm dropping a single called Mama's Message. Um, yeah, that's probably all uh, you'll see. But it's for sure some it's for sure some more shit in the works. Okay, okay. And real quick, what's coming up? Um, I got like I said, I got a contest on the 16th and Battle Creek. Michigan, where if I win that, I open up for NLE Chopper. Um, I'm working on, I'm working on the EP. I'm gonna put some. I'm working on a little project. Um, uh, still a lot more to that, mm-hmm. and um, I got a lot more showcases and contests coming up. Okay, for sure. For any fan, anybody, you know what I'm saying, who who interested in Cold Heart, can maybe watching, listening, real quick, man. What you want to leave them with? Um. Don't don't let nobody stop your shine. No matter what, no matter who tells you what, keep betting on yourself because it's gonna pay off in the end. All right, man. Definitely appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you for sharing your story, man. That's a dope story, man. I was gonna say because you showed you. I was gonna say I think to myself you popped up out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm familiar with Dipset. You know what I'm saying? I know what's going on, but uh, definitely appreciate you coming through, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. In a minute, gang.